One month. We are one month from Black Panther. Yeah. I can't wait. I just, and I've, I've said this before, and I will probably say it numerous times uh, before the movie comes out that every time I think I can't be more excited about this fucking film. They drop another trailer or there's like a photo shoot or there, you know, there's some toy release. And I'm yeah, like they're doing really freaking clever um, marketing. Yeah. They know just when to pull on our heartstrings to make us remember like we are counting down the minutes, yeah. hours, hours, minutes, seconds. And, 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 and they're not dumb because Every trailer has had that mural with Chadwick Boseman's face oh, on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every one of them. Oh, let's do it. I can't wait. One more month, baby. Hello and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop, culture that is. I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. And we're back <laughs> in another week. It's I'm been fine. it's been a week. I I I want to talk about the new Mario film. Oh, Oh, that gem of a trailer dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it's the animation is exquisite. Well, um, except that they animated Mario's butt off of him. Okay, okay, there's that. <laughs> um, you know, Jack Black as Bowser is um inspired. Yeah. And then Crispy Rat opens his mouth and it's Womp womp. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing films with that guy in it. He's in way too many films for my liking. I'm sorry. I just, I can't stomach him. Yeah. And I mean, this will, this, this will be one that I, I will wait in until it's on streaming or, you know, something like that. Cause yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go experience it in the theater and be miserable every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> yeah i that's one i i will wait for i'll just play mario on on my you know nintendo i don't even know which version of this is <laughs> which version is this <laughs> I, I i don't know but i'm, I'm actually i'm really nintendo why can't i remember i'm literally staring <laughs> i'm staring at mine why can't i think of the name aye 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 I'm I'm hoping some some brilliant person on the internet out there um, goes like after the movie is out of the theaters goes through and like dubs in every time Mario talks the it's a me a Mario every time in the film <laughs> that would be pretty awesome like that would that would be amazing yeah well <laughs> I'm sick of, I, I really am sick of just having to stomach him in movies yeah like i'm over it like just go away yeah i i'm as over that i'm almost as over no okay 
Cardi, uh, I'm sorry, we got to talk, you know, from, from a place of love. Yes. With some advice. Just stop freaking beefing with everybody. I can't even keep Oh my up. God. I'm almost as over that as I am over crispy rat in movies. Like I just need it to just pause for a little bit. Like <sighs> it's too much. I, and I, and I wonder like, because I, I sat with this for a while today um, that like, I wonder if this is not like a publicity thing because it's happening too often for it to be like organic. Like you, as a, as a successful adult, like you can't be that. Preoccupied. Yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? I mean, she has dropped a song recently. So maybe, yeah, yeah maybe, but I mean, I mean, there's just, I, can, I honestly, I can't even keep up. I was trying to look at <laughs> and be like, who is she beefing with this week? And JT, I think it was not like Justin Timberlake, just um, a rapper named JT, a, a female. Listen, I don't even know. I went, I tried to go down the rabbit hole and I was like, <laughs> I, I will not do this. I, I will not do this. But whilst I was in that rabbit hole, I found out that <laughs> this is also tied to Cardi B. So, so Weedie, okay. Yeah. Cheated on her man with Offset, who is Cardi B's man. So, ooh. Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Yikes. So it's like, it's curious. You're not out there beefing with her. <laughs> right, right. That? <laughs> but like, was this, I wonder, was this recently though? Like, was this something that happened recently or is this it like was, a- I don't think it was recent, but it was recent enough that it led to the breakup of Saweetie. And who, who was her man? Isn't who? it? Uh, he's one of the Migos, I think. Isn't yes. he? I, I remember seeing a, a story yes. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I, and I could be wrong, but I feel like this, the story goes that, um, you know, she, she was with one of the Migos and like, she kind of slept her way through the group and, you know, this has all come out now. Um, you know, not that there's, not that there's anything wrong. You know what? Put your pussy on everything but my good place. Right. Well, like, here's, big here's up. a bit of a backstory, which I kind of. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Quavo cheated on Saweetie. And to okay. get back at him, she was like, all right. And she fucked Offset. She fucked his boy. So, <laughs> you know, street yeah, justice. <laughs> I mean, hey. You know what? I'm I'm not mad at it. it when mad. I when I was when I was her age, I I probably would have done the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, actually, like, oh, you're gonna cheat on me. I'm gonna fuck your man's. <laughs> yeah, like, and full disclosure, Ow. when I when I was her age, I did shit like that. So, you know, I I can't fault her for that. That's you know, boss move. 
bomb. <laughs> like <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, speaking oh. of emotional damage, um, and you'll be proud of me for this. I um, I watched a little bit of uh, the real Bever- the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Um, you well, watched, uh, well, the finale. Did you watch that trailer though? For yeah, them- yeah, yeah. That's maybe Ooh. that's what I saw. Um, the, the the clip that I saw, and so then I had to like go and watch other clips. Was um, I? I want to say it's Kathy Hilton was talking to uh, Lisa Renna and she said, sweetie, you wanted it on camera. Because your contract was up. I was like, I shots fired. Yeah. (laughs) So remember, I think I talked about this last week about like that whole thing that is happening with them. There's supposedly Kathy Hilton had some sort of epic meltdown during the cast trip, right? And Lisa Rinna apparently was the only one who witnessed it, which is questionable. Yeah. Right? So I think I told you, I was like, I think maybe Kathy Hilton lawyered up and got them to delete some scenes because that's the only possible way that that happened on camera and it wasn't aired. Unless unless it didn't happen, which is... Why I'm like, I don't know what to believe here, really. And I don't want to defend Kathy Hilton. She's a, she's a fucking Trumper. I, I don't really care. Yeah. But, um, you know, she's she's the sister of longtime castmate Kyle, Kyle Richard. Mm-hmm. And they've had a very rough family history in the sense like they've they've gone like 15 years at, at some points not talking. Yeah. Okay? And they're finally like kind of back together and Lisa won't let it go. And Kyle is like, bitch, that's my sister. And you're making this shit hella awkward for me. Can you just drop it? She apologized to me for what she did or what she said, drop it. And she won't her and Erica Jane just will not drop it. And finally in the, in the finale, Kyle actually called them out. I was surprised because they're thick as thieves. She was like, there's been somebody who's been leaking everything happening during the season, during filming and leaking it to the press. Like she's like every event, every event, there's been leaks to the press. It's got to be in house. Right. Uh, And well, you know what? Kathy Hilton had somebody investigate and apparently it was Erica Jane's publicist. Oh shit! <laughs> who is selling stories about things that were happening during filming before it aired a mess and she called Nasty. her out she was like it was your pu- your publicist and erica was like that's interesting instead of being like no right girl. that's interesting like you weren't feeding the publicist stories right like mm-hmm. mess like your your publicist doesn't go to these events like yeah. A whole mess, a whole mess. And you know what? Actually, they had footage of him at some of the events because they're, you know, and he's like Kristen Cavallari's publicist, a whole whole bunch of people was um, Kim Solziak. He used to be her publicist, like a whole bunch of people. Like he is like, I know that guy. 
that what is his name nick or some shit like that yeah hang on he's he's in my he's in my uh my email contacts for oh one god. of the other shows oh my god yo hang on he, let me see if i can he's find about it. to get lit up <laughs> oh my god where is she what a mess right i mean but i guess that's what makes good tv but yo this bitch in, in that in that in that trailer for the reunion lisa rinna was literally like if i don't talk about it i'm gonna get cancer and die bitch fingers crossed <laughs> you promise <laughs> right she threatened me with a good time Jesus. talk about dramatic i could see why she was a, a soap star my lord yeah like... my lord well while you look for that speaking of dramatics I guess it's divorce season, huh? There's like some yeah, everybody's getting divorced. So Tia, Tia filed for divorce. Rest in peace, Tia and Corey. And Giselle uh filed for divorce as well. And the fanboys on the internet are all like, she's after Tom Brady's money. Bitch, Giselle Bunchton is worth four hundred million dollars or some shit. Right. She doesn't need Tom Brady's money. Don't get it twisted. I mean, she's probably going to take a good bit of it. Um, but uh, she might have a higher net worth than him. He might take some of hers. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know where they got married. I don't know if it's like Florida laws or what. I, I have no idea because I don't care about them that much. Right, right. To look into it. <laughs> But I just think it's funny that people automatically assume, oh, she's going to get him for his money when she was a super wealthy supermodel before right. she had ass. So like she was for for a good like five, 10 years, she was like the supermodel. Mm -hmm. Like she she closed everybody's runway shows like, you know yeah and now she'll be she'll be selling home goods at kmart yeah well you she, know what somewhere bridget moynihan is having a glass of wine saying cheers bitch yeah. <laughs> karma finally caught up <laughs> to you and there you have it the publicist's name is jack ketsoyan jack yes um and i'm not i'm not gonna mention the company that he works for uh because they're they they are a company that i i work with um on another show and um they are they're good people look at that connection i um so I <laughs> yeah so you have you have less than six degrees of separation from erica jane oh my gosh my dream come true <laughs> my absolute dream come true and you know what that makes me think of the the time that I actually went and saw Chicago on Broadway when she was in it. Like I still go, <laughs> I still go over that in my mind sometimes. And I'm like, did that actually happen? I actually saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And to be fair, it's just because I love Chicago so much. And right. you know, when there's a celebrity playing one of the roles, it's kind of fun to watch because then you get to see if they suck or if they're, you know, 
rise to that role. She did not rise exactly. to the occasion. I'll say um, that. It's like uh, uh, Pamela Anderson was in it for, for a while, and they said that like, she Serena. was actually, was so actually really good. So fucking Rinna. Wow. She played Roxy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, recently, Chicago has been in the news, at least locally, um, because it's making a little bit of history. It has the first ever openly trans actress in a lead Broadway. Oh, that's film. right. Angelica Ross is playing the yeah. heart. And I'm like, I need to go see that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I want to go see that. <laughs> good for her. Yeah, I'm excited. I like that. Yes, I really like that. I, I love that show. It's it's technically right now because, you know, Cats and Phantom stopped. It's now the longest running musical. Oh, nice. Yeah, Chicago. So get it. Congratulations to Congratulations, Chicago. Angelica Ross. Yeah. Yes. Break and, all the legs. Yes. And something else Broadway related. I don't know why I'm, I'm bringing all the <laughs> Broadway news, but New York has some interesting things going on on Broadway. Uh, you know the story play uh, Death of a Salesman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's an adaptation of that but from the perspective of an African-American family. And Wendell Pierce is playing Willie Loman. Oh, wow. And I'm fucking, I'm loving that. I want to go I see that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he's a fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, what a treat it would be. You know, and it's a, on a limited run. So if you're in New York and you have the chance to go see that, I would yeah. do that. Check that out. And, you know, if you are in New York and you get a chance to see it, uh, shoot us an email. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like this pod one at gmail.com. Let us know how it is. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to check it out. Yeah. So sorry, I went I went a little <laughs> left with my Broadway stories, but I thought that was exciting. Um, so actually, uh, let's let's keep it in in New York for a minute. Um, and this is this is something that we talked about last week um, that, uh, you know, Trevor, Noah and Dua Lipa were seen canoodling, as it were. <laughs> um, and. You know, I. I am a full supporter of, you know, women quote unquote friend zoning men you know <laughs> i think it's it's whatever like you know if you want to be just friends with a guy after a couple of dates that's hey that's that's adult that is adult and, to say you know what we're we're better off this way yeah and i don't know if maybe she's not friend zoning him but she's letting us all know that they're not a serious couple she is not yeah. you know she said in her podcast which i didn't even know that she had one she does but um on her podcast she said that this is the first year in a long time that she is not in a relationship yeah so she set us straight <laughs> um because like, it because <laughs> she dated um anwar hadid mm -hmm. who is Gigi and bella's brother yeah um who is like a male clone of Gigi, like looks I just know. They like look her. Exactly it's alike. so it's weird. weird. Um, 
and you know what? While we're on this, like, it's very obvious that Gigi and Anwar are um, Yolanda's kids. Like, those are Yolanda's kids. Yeah. Um, Bella, I assume, looks like their father. I've never seen their father. Um, she, but- she definitely looks more like Muhammad than the other two. But I feel like she's, if you see Muhammad, then you're like, she's a mix of Muhammad and, and, and Yolanda. And, and you know what, usually the, the firstborn child usually is like a true mix. And then as, as you have more kids, they tend to favor one or the other, unless you are uh, Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Philippe, and then you just clone Reese twice. Right. I mean, but to be fair, Ryan Philippe and Reese Witherspoon look alike. This is true. This like is true. Related. Yeah. So their kids look like the weirdest clones of both. It's the it's so weird. Like but more so, um, the daughter looks just like her mother. Like yeah. Um, but Deacon, who is the son, um, if if he's with Ryan, you're like, oh shit, Whoa. yeah, that's yeah. Ryan's kid. But yeah. if he's with Reese, you're like, now wait, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's because Ryan and Reese like literally look exactly yeah, like. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Um, I that was. That. I was like, they are in love with themselves. <laughs> they married their mirror image. That was that was one Hollywood couple that I was really rooting for. Yeah. Um, but no, somebody always got to fuck shit up. <sighs> Divorces. Um. Well, speaking of a couple that I hope doesn't really go towards divorce but they're still quite early on but I found it interesting that they still don't live together they don't live together Courtney and Travis Courtney Kardashian Travis Barker for those of you who who are not on first name basis like we are like we are (laughs) um they don't live in the same house and at first I was like uh um, yeah but then when you find out why yeah. it i'm like you know what that's i respect that i respect it you know it's because both of them um have children who live in the home that they live in and they've kind of always lived there their entire yeah. childhood so they, they're trying to be very careful about blending the two families into one home however they do live like on the same street or something. They live right. a away from each other. Right. Um, so, I mean, there is that, but yeah. You know, for for me um and and I guess sort of for for you as well, uh we we do not live in the same spaces as the people that we're with. No. And and for me, I feel like that makes the relationship stronger because I don't have a chance for him to get on my nerves. Um, (laughs) There's that. Yeah, there's that. Uh, Yeah, that is part of it. It is nice to have your own space and, you know, you can be loud when you want to, or you can go to sleep when you want to, or things like that. So I, I get it. But marriage, I don't know. I'm like, well, didn't you guys think about this before you got married that like, you know, so, and I understand that they want to take their time with it. So, okay. I, I respect it. It's your own choice for your own family. 
but I am I am a firm believer that before you marry somebody, you should live with them for at least a year. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, that's, they knew each other for like, what, 15 minutes? And right. then they were like, in, in Italy or where the fuck ever. Yep, having like three weddings. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the why, longest. Did, why do those Kardashians have so many ceremonies like, <laughs> and they're not even catholic like if, if they no. were catholic i would understand because catholics do like the seven day long wedding thing where like you know everybody flies in on sunday the wedding is on saturday and there's like a week of fucking events um yeah a lot of cultures do things like that i feel like indian weddings are also like days long events yeah um, um, Indian weddings are not as boring as Catholic weddings. No, they're not boring at all. <laughs> at all. And they're, they're fun. They're very brightly colored as well. Yeah. Um, just make sure when, if you go to an Indian wedding, you better wear comfortable shoes because you will be standing and moving and, and walking. Yes. So do not wear some uncomfortable shoes. You'll look like a clown. Also, if you're going to an Indian wedding, uh, you will be expected to eat everything. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. And if unless they put it in front of you, you're going to eat it. Oh, you have to eat it. And also, unless you are specifically asked to by the hosts, do not come in a sari or any other type of clothing that you think is Indian garb. Very, very much that. If Please. if if Please. you are a white person, unless yeah. like you are specifically asked or like you're a part of the wedding and they're like, here, this is what you're wearing, uh, your best bet you know, gentleman is going to be probably like a tan suit, probably a linen. So it breathes a little bit, Um, you know, ladies, something, just a respectable dress. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this was how to be culturally sensitive with Elian and Greg. Thank you for coming to our TED talk. Speaking oh. of culturally sensitive. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> um, so, you know, Kanye West mm. is in the news again, uh, as as per usual. Uh, he was he was at Fashion Week at one of his one of his shows for the Yeezy line wearing a White Lives Matter T-shirt with fucking candace owens on his arm oh god the hell it's like you go from worst to worst like i don't even know how to how you can get worse than that but it but it did and then he had models coming out wearing the shirts as well like yeah (sighs) and now because of it um Adidas it has put the partnership on hold. Um, I don't know about Gap. Um, I have to. I have to look into that. Uh, as many of you may not know, uh, Gap Inc. is my former employer. Um, oh. So I. I would. I would just be curious to know um, what the deal with that is. Um, but you know, just further goes to show if if you weren't like not actively purchasing Yeezy or Yay um, paraphernalia as it were uh, because of his 
close ties to Donald Trump. Here is another reason you should not. Yeah. And this particular thing, this cannot be explained away by mental health issues. Mental health issues don't make you a white supremacist. They don't make you an apologist for white supremacists. Like, supremacists. Sorry. I I just, I, I, no, no, no. no. There's, it's just no. And I'm not going to say too much more because I want to stay in my own lane, but no. It's all I have to say that just no, don't no, no, no. Um, and 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 people stop making excuses for him because yeah. he's a genius or whatever. Okay, he's not that fucking talented. Okay, I said it, I said it. There His best go. days are long behind him. I said what I said, I will not take it back. He is not that genius to have been excused for all of this mess that he is doing, and he's causing literal harm to people in his own community he's actively causing harm by doing shit like this he has a platform he has a voice he has a following and so therefore he has a responsibility to think about what his words will do and how they will influence people and what he's doing is absolutely wrong and that's that's what i have to say about that yeah so while we're on the subject of problematic uh, pseudo celebrities, I guess. Um, so you know there there are a lot of samples and inter- interpolations on uh, Beyonce's newest release, Renaissance. Um, one of them being uh, "Right Said Fred." Uh, there's an interpolation in aliens i think it's an alien superstar um i'm not a hundred hundred percent sure um it's either alien superstar or i'm that girl i forget which track it is um but so prior to uh the renaissance being released you know there was a lot of talk of who she was collaborating with who she was writing with so on and so forth uh right said fred were name dropped in a particular article um and they shared it to their Twitter. Um, a tweet that is still up to very this day. Proudly, very proudly. Very proudly. shared it. <laughs> um, and then recently they have come out to say that Beyonce was arrogant to use their song without permission. Um, to which Parkwood and Beyonce's camp have replied with receipts of the dates that emails were sent, the dates that checks were cut. Mm. Um, Listen, honey, if you do not own the rights to your songs, they do not go to you for permission to use your songs. They go to the people who own the rights to the song. That is who they get permission from when they use samples. And that is what Beyonce and her camp did. They went right to the source, to the people who owned the rights to the song. The rights were given. The check was cut. They were paid. End of story. Stop being such attention whores off of a Black woman's success. Back the fuck off. Just stop. And for for the listeners who may not know how how this works, okay, uh, 
nine times out of 10, most um, singer songwriters, musicians who write their own music, uh, nine times out of 10, they are um, a part of a publishing house. Um, and, you know, let's say, you know, one day Eliane and I got super drunk and decided that we were going to release a single. And we wanted to sample, I don't fucking know, let's say One Direction's What Makes You Beautiful. <laughs> in, order, <laughs> in order to um, get the rights to be able to sample that song, we would email the publishing house and say, hey, you know, this is the project that we're working on. This is what we want. This is what we want to do. The publishing house would email us back and say, okay, here is the contract, here is the cost, you know, here is the invoice. Eliane and I would cut the check to the publishing house, not to One Direction. We would cut the check to the publishing house, who would then take their cut and then pay the artist or whoever wrote the song. Right, or whoever owns the rights to the song. Right. Because sometimes, unfortunately so, um, artists don't write their own songs. I mean, that's that part's not- Which un- is fine. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that part's not unfortunate. But unfortunately, sometimes it happens that artists write their songs and they still end up, because of the terms on their contracts, they don't end up owning the rights to their song. That happened to Taylor Swift. Right. That's why she re-released a lot of her early songs, because she wanted them under her own publishing rights. And so unfortunately, sometimes even if you're writing the song, your contract might forbid you from owning the rights to it. And so therefore, whoever is asking to use that song is not asking you anymore. They're asking whoever owns it. And usually it is the publishing house. But I mean, you, you can't get mad at the person paying to use the song. Yeah. Get mad at whoever gave you that bum ass contract that didn't give you the rights to your songs. Right. I don't know. Be mad at that. You know, this also applies to like, you know, sometimes artists will go on tour and, you know, let's say you go and you're expecting to hear a certain song, but it's not a part of the set list. It's because it wasn't cleared through the, through whoever owns the rights to Mm -hmm. rights to that song. Yeah. You know, so so be be mad at the people who clear this shit and, you know, don't keep artists in the loop. Don't be mad at Beyonce, you know. Period. Just don't be mad at Beyonce. Yeah, just don't be mad. (laughs) They did. They did everything legally. There's no stealing here. You need to stop. Stop looking for attention, because when you first were tied to the to the project, you were super fucking excited. So keep that same energy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a little bit of like hi welcome back to like a little bit of relevancy because for fucking decades nobody has even thought about you so that's true that. and to Elian's point uh right said fred hasn't had radio play um since 81 so there's that since i was born okay <laughs> oh, jesus Speaking of when people are born, happy birthday, Tony Braxton. Happy birthday, Tony Braxton. It was yesterday, October 7th. Beautiful queen. 
happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. I, I love to hear her tell the story of how she was discovered. Um, she was, she was at a gas station. She was pumping gas. Oh my God. And, and singing to whatever was playing at the gas station. And, um, I want to say it was LA Reed or LA Reed or Babyface, one of, one of the two, uh, happened to pull up and hear her singing. And that is how we got Tony Braxton. Well, her mom and dad are how we got Tony I Braxton. Mean, yeah, but but how, how we got Tony did. Braxton as as an artist is, you know, she <laughs> she happened to be singing at a gas station. Well, I'm pretty sure if anybody heard me singing at the gas station, if L.A. Reed or Babyface heard me singing at the gas station, they would tell me to shut the fuck up. Same. You Same. Know? Yeah, so. me too. <laughs> not, to, not to dash anybody's hopes of yeah. Elian and I releasing a single like we were talking about a minute ago. Like, it's... <laughs> No, that's why we do this and not other <laughs> things. It oh. is that time. It's that time. My favorite time. It's BuzzFeed quiz time. BuzzFeed quiz time. Tell them which quiz we're taking this week. I don't fucking remember. And I just took it. Oh. Hang on. Let me find it. Okay, hold on. I got it. Okay, it's um, I know which phenomenal movie wedding dress you should wear based on the fantasy love life you craft. And basically, you know, they pick it's it's kind of like mash, you know, where like you you pick a house and you pick a, a whatever, 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 um, so on and so forth. And then BuzzFeed gives you a, a film wedding dress uh, that, that you should wear. Um, Mine, mine was stupid. Oh, uh, no. what did you get? I got uh, Bella's wedding dress from Twilight. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah. I don't even remember what that dress looked like because it's so basic, just like her. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it literally is. It's like a white tube dress with some sleeves on it. Oh, wow. Well. They're like, it's modern, but elegant. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, so... I definitely did not get the same thing. Excellent. I got Mia Thermopolis from the Princess Diaries too. And I'm really excited. Oh <laughs> yeah. That it's was a gorgeous dress. Yes. Yeah. It says for my perfect traditional style. I'm like, I, <laughs> I wouldn't consider myself traditional, but you know what? I would rock that dress. Yeah. Because Princess Mia looked fabulous in it. <laughs> You know they are they are working on the third film. Stop it! Yeah, stop it. The the um the author of the books uh said something on Twitter about it the other day that they are they are actively working on the script and that you know all the players are are down for it. So, hmm. Wow. Okay. Listen, I'm down for it. I will watch it. <laughs> hell yeah i will hell yeah all right well recommendations time what do you got for us this week oh is it another non-recommendation i i i have another anti-recommendation oh no uh, it it would have i have this is this is the week of taking taking you know the month of taking them for the team apparently. Oh, what did you do this week um i saw bros 
Oh, do tell. Um, you know, for for those that aren't aware, Billy Eichner and a lot of the cast are are railing against um, straight people for not going to see the film, um, which whatever. Uh, but it is clearly a film that was written for straight people. Um, it's not good. Uh, it's it's fucking terrible. Uh, the best part of the film was the credits. Oh. Um, there's nothing like it's all star cast. Like you know, it's a it's a who's who. Um, all the all the actors in it are members of the LGBTQIA plus community, even in the straight roles. Um, it's just nothing about it feels fresh, um, you know. And and just like with Hocus Pocus, it it, it feels about twenty five years too late. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's disappointing. Ay ay ay. Well. Hmm. All right. Well, I have a recommendation. It's not an anti-recommendation. <laughs> we could end on a little more positive note. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I'm recommending an activity as Ooh. opposed to just like a specific thing. And I recommend that no matter what city you live in, whether you're in New York City or you're in a smaller town, go find some live theater, okay? And watch a show. I just, I think, I don't know. I've always loved theater. It's so amazing to see people put together a story that is compelling and they're doing it live right in front of you as opposed to people having multiple takes, you know, to, to get a, a scene right in a movie or a, or a TV show. Like this is, there's no second takes here. And it's just amazing the ability that people have to do that. And I think theater needs a comeback, you know, after COVID, it took, it, COVID, it took a hit, it took a hit. And there's some really great shows out there. And I know that even in your little town, wherever you live or in the biggest city that you're in, there is something to watch. There is always a production of something. So support your local theater, go watch a musical, go watch a play, just. Even if it, like, yeah. if you, if you live in a smaller community, mm -hmm. you know, there, there may be a community theater and if not, you know, a lot of times like the, the elementary schools and the high schools and the middle schools, like those kids put on like shows. And they're go, talented. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go support. Yes, support the arts, go see a show. Live theater is back, baby. Yes. Yes. We so, should do a live episode. Oh my God, let's do it. I'm all about it. We'll work on that. Yes. Well, it's been a great show. It has been a fun show. This was a, a nice little quick catch up. Thank you all for being here. Um, we'll see you next week. Actually, no, we'll see you on Thursday for the after party. Yes. And until then, I've been Kathy Hilton's private investigators. 
all up in that ass. <laughs> and until next time, I have been Giselle Bunchen's prenuptial agreement. Boom. Hope she had a good one. <laughs> See you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.